From Simon Field on the D.C. Evers campus, welcome to a Friday afternoon of high school baseball. I'm Chris Conley, and the Evergreens are on the air. Well, the last two games the Evergreens have been involved in have gone into extra innings. Got a 2-1 to one win on Tuesday in 11 over Wisconsin Rapids. Rapids beat the good guys 8-4 to four in eight innings yesterday. They got six across at the top of the eighth, and the Evergreens could only answer with two. The Lakeland Thunderbirds come visiting today. Lakeland dro uh, drove down to Walsaw East and lost 12-2 to two yesterday. Lakeland only four wins in 16 games. The Evergreens probably will enjoy the step down in competition. We will give you the batting orders and starting lineups in just a moment. Josh Hopkins is going for the Evergreens. He'll face Max Nowak. Let's go out to field level for our national anthem. Well, it's not quite as hot as yesterday, but it's still a warm, humid afternoon. In fact, today has more in common with yesterday than it otherwise did. Let's give you the Everest batting order as we're getting ready for first pitch. Kyler Soppy will lead off and will play second base. Noah Shemalewski starts at first base and will bat second. Brock Babish is back in the field. He'll play right field and hit third. Mitch Danielski will DH for the pitcher Josh Hopkins and will bat fourth. Chris Wiesman, Everest shortstop, fifth. Nick Cotter, who had two hits yesterday, will hit sixth. Nate Langman plays left field, seventh. Wyatt Miles at third base, eighth. And Elijah Schmidt gets the start in center field this afternoon. He'll bat ninth. For the Evergreens, seven and six on the season, wearing their green jerseys with the yellow silhouetted numerals. Sapi, Chmielewski, Babish, Danielski, Wiesman, Cotter, Langman, Miles, and Schmidt. So second time down to central Wisconsin in 24 hours for the Lakeland Thunderbirds. Danny Geller will lead off and play shortstop. Will Bernoski is in center field second. Zach Peterson's the first baseman. He'll hit third. Will Fortier's the third baseman. He'll bat fourth. Carter Quati is the second baseman. He'll hit fifth. Josh Wangendorf is the catcher, sixth. Max Nowak, the pitcher, will hit for himself. He'll bat seventh. Leonard Chosa is in right field, eighth. And Merrick Trotter is in left field, batting ninth. The Lakeland Thunderbirds in their black jerseys with white numerals and white pants. Galler, Bronowski, Peterson, Fortier, Quadi, Wagendorf, Nowak, Chosa, and Trotter. Got a little bit of a wind. It's blowing out to right field. Got a little bit of cloud cover, too. 87 degrees. Set a record high yesterday. Close to it again today. 
Evergreens play this afternoon, then they're off this weekend, off on Monday, and the Merrill Blue Jays come calling next Tuesday. I just get the feeling that the Evergreens are going to be chasing yesterday's loss to Rapids. The Evergreens have a chance to sweep Merrill. Merrill has one good pitcher this year. Then the Evergreens have a Friday game a week from today against Spash, and then two games against Marshfield. Marshfield going into yesterday's play was 0 and 17. Josh Hopkins ready to go to work first pitch of the afternoon inside ball one. This is Hopkins' third start of the year. First one was not so good. Pitched down at that uh, tournament in Waupon. Then he was our starting pitcher against a pretty good Hudson team and was the winning pitcher. So the last start was good. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Righty to right-handed batter. It's a strike. 1-1. One one. Yeah, I mean, Hopkins, I thought, was so sharp in his second start that I was looking forward to see if he could duplicate that. I mean, today's the opportunity to do that. Swing, soft fly ball, shallow center field, long run in. Elijah Schmidt dives and he's got it! There's a nice play in center. Schmidt came in a long, long way and was able to dive forward and made the catch. Elijah Schmidt inserted into the lineup. He's not usually the starting center fielder and already pays a dividend on the first batter of the game. Here's Will Bronowski. Lakeland's had a couple of weird games this year. 12-2 they lost and were non-competitive against Wausau East. So that's their last body of work from yesterday. First pitch, Bronowski fouls it back. Lakeland had a game where they were leading Rhinelander 3-0. Then committed nine errors and lost 12-3. Ouch. It's down low, one ball and one strike. We saw Lakeland, they were down at the tournament in Waupon, lost both of their games, so did the Evergreens. It's a bouncing ball to short, slow roller. Wiesman coming in, throws, got him by a step. Chris Wiesman retires Will Bronowski. Zach Peterson will bat with two outs and nobody on. If you remember the Waupon tournament, we went down there and wound up playing timed games because they have one field that's synthetic. That field was fine after all the rain that they got the weekend that we were there. But their dirt field was not playable. So the two games that the Evergreens played, and we lost both of them, were both games that went only five innings. First pitch to the left-handed batting. Zach Peterson is up high, ball one. There was talk that maybe the Evergreens and Lakeland back on that Friday would drive back up here and play a late afternoon game. We couldn't arrange the umpires for that. And we knew that we'd be playing these guys later on today. It's up high, two balls and no strikes. Quickly set the Everest defense behind starting pitcher Josh Hopkins, senior righty. Two balls, no strikes. That's outside, 3-0. In the Everest outfield, that's Nate Langbin in left. Elijah Schmidt, he of the diving catch in center. And Brock Babish in right. Everest infield, Wyatt Miles, Chris Wiesman, Kyler Sapi, and Noah Shimaluski at first base. Nick Cotter is catching. Of course he is. And Josh Hopkins offers his 3-0 pitch. That's down low. Four out of the strike zone. And Zach Peterson has a two-out walk 14. for Will Fortier. Will is the biggest kid in the Lakeland lineup. You know what's weird here? Lakeland's got only one coach today. So it's one coach who's done all the, uh, you know, the batting drills, taken infield. That's Randy Quaddy. Both of his assistants not in evidence today. Swing and a miss, strike one. 
Yeah, that's a player coaching at first base. A one down low. Cotter keeps it in front of him. Runner does not advance. One ball and one strike. Heard Coach Quaddy before the game. He says, you know, they've had a bus shortage. He says, there have been times that he has been the bus driver, too. He says, if not, they'd be caravanning down in cars and vans. Lakeland's got a few parents that are here. Checked his swing, grounded a short. Wiesman's coming in, throws across the diamond. Got him by half a step. That's a close play at first base. Blue got it right. Evergreens give up a walk, and that's all. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Lakeland zero. Evergreens coming to bat when we come right back on 93-9 the game. starting pitcher Mac Nowak is a junior. He's a right-hander. He's taking his warm-up tosses. The defense behind him in the outfield, Merrick Trottier is in left. Will Bernoski is in center. And Leonard Chosa is in right. Will Fortier is the third baseman. Danny Goller is the shortstop. Carter Quaddy coaches kid at second base. And Zach Peterson is at first base. Josh Wagendorf is catching. And Max Nowak is completing his warm-up tosses now. He'll face Kyler Soppy, Noah Chmielewski, and Brock Babish to get the Evergreen started. Had a brief chat with Soppy yesterday. He's the Evergreen's leading hitter. He comes in today hitting exactly 400. Soppy says he and his family listen to the podcasts of all the games. Soppy's greatest hits. And why not? Soppy is 16 of 40. No one on the team has more. Soppy had only one hit yesterday, but you know, just like you'd like out of a leadoff batter, he was on base three times. A couple of walks, so good eye, and delivered a hit in extra innings. Soppy also picked up an RBI. His third of the season. Yeah, I mean, you lead off, you're not going to get a lot of RBI spots. Kyler Soppy is wearing some kind of arm and... Yeah, arm guard on his left hand. He's armored up for his first at-bat today. Not sure what's going on with that. Who is this guy, Barry Bonds? Come on, hit one hard now. First ball swinging, smack down the left side, foul. Turned on that fastball. Soppy, junior, back next year. For our seniors, what happens a week from Wednesday? Well, we'll trade jerseys, gloves, and bats for caps and gowns. They understand diplomas for most of these guys, right? Everyone's actually graduating, yes? Yes, sir. Up high, one ball and one strike. 
Yeah. One of the Velcro straps on Soppy's protective gear is not locked in all that well. It's just inside, two balls and one strike. So Soppy's protective gear kind of blowing in the wind, which is blowing out to right. Two balls and one strike here to Kyler Soppy. That's way up high, up high around the eyes. Three balls and one strike to Kyler. I'm thinking with perhaps the easier pitching and just an easier opponent, the Evergreens are looking to build some confidence at the plate to even get the bats alive. It's a little bit high, ball four. Kyler Sapi has walked, and the Evergreens have the leadoff man aboard here in the first inning. Come on, everybody hits today. Here's Noah Shemalewski. Noah started at first base. That's the way the Evergreens have usually played this season and then gave way to Caden Kreitlow. Shimaluski came on in relief and was the losing pitcher in the eighth. Shimaluski at the plate for the season, two of six. Sapi's got a pretty big lead at first base. Wow, pitcher's coming home with a full leg kick and didn't check the runner. Down low, ball one. If Sapi sees that again, take off like you're launched out of a cannon. Get yourself down to second base. Pitcher again, full leg kick, did not look, and Soppy's going to take second base. You bet. Kyler saw that too, just like I did up here. Right down to second base. You know what? If that happens the first time, I mean, I get it. Sometimes the pitcher just doesn't realize the situation. The catcher's got to remind him of that after that first pitch. Two balls and no strikes to Noah. The runner in scoring position. He didn't check the runner again, and Soppy will take third base. Kyler Soppy got a big jump because Max Nowak had the big leg kick. And Kyler's down to third. Well, now with the runner at third base, Max can wind up any way he wants to. It's three balls and no strikes. And now, of course, he looks over at third base and checks that runner. There's a called strike. The first time he checked the runner is when it didn't matter. The three and one. Nowak comes set, and he's coming home. That's in for a strike, three and two. Took something off, like he was suspecting that Noah Shimaluski was taking, and he was. The count is full. Noah's got to make contact on this 3-2 pitch. Put the ball in play, get yourself a run home. And it is a slow grounder to the first baseman. It will get the run home. The pitcher is covering it first. They get it out there. Noah Shimaluski has himself an RBI, and the Evergreens have an early 1-0 lead. First baseman was thinking about whether or not he was going to try and throw home. And you know what? What do we have here? Did the first baseman, the, the pitcher, not handle that ball? Yeah, that was flipped over to the first baseman. There's no out recorded on that play. Pitcher didn't handle it. Noah Shimaluski scoots down from first to second. And on a play that should have been an out, the Evergreens not only get a run, they benefit from an error, and there's still no one out for Brock Babish. Wow! Babish's first ball swinging. This is hit through the right side. Evergreens will play this station to station. Babish has himself a hit, and Noah Shimaluski will hold at third. Yeah, the errors are going to kill you. Kyler Soppy scores on what's going to be a RBI for Noah Shimaluski. 
but Noah reaches first base and went down to second on the problem with the pitcher covering the bad toss. Here's Mitch Danielski. Nobody out, first and third. Evergreen's tried the double steal. Runner from first is going, pitcher cuts it off. So Brock Babish will walk into second base. No need to slide. And Danielski can build the Evergreen's lead with a hit here. Second and third. And an 0-1 pitch coming home. Checked his swing. Didn't go at a pitch that's high. A ball and a strike. Evergreen's already have a run in. Gotta be thinking more in this spot. 1-1 pitch. And that's a swing and a miss. Yeah, tipped it back to the catcher's mitt. A ball and two strikes. Let's see what Mitch Danielski can do in this spot. Bounced off the plate, up the third base side, foul. Stays alive, and we'll see another. The one run that the Evergreens have in, put on base via a walk, which just always seems to bite you. One-two pitch coming here. Second and third, nobody out. And that's aimed, and it's down low. Gets by the catcher, not far enough for the runner to come in from third. Josh Wagendorf, the catcher for a moment, looked around, had a little trouble locating the ball, did not go far enough away. Count evens at 2-2 two and two to Mitch Danielski. Mitch back to number 25 as the Evergreens are wearing their green uniforms. This ball is fouled off. Danielski for the season, 7 of 26. You know, the Evergreens have a lot of batters. You know, this late in the season, you should be up to double digits for hits. The Evergreens have a lot of batters with 7 or 8 or 9. The Evergreens have just not accomplished as much as you'd like at the plate. No time like today to change that around. 2-2 pitch, still nobody out. Coming home here. Well, that was ball four. It's grounded to the third baseman. Throw across the diamond. They get the out, but the Evergreens will get a run in. Hit deep enough, Will Fortier, the third baseman, his only play was across the diamond to first, where they get the first out. But Noah Shimalewski comes in, and it's an RBI for Mitch Danielski. 2-0 Evergreens. That's a productive at-bat. On the throw over to first, Brock Babish also went from second to third. Here's Chris Wiesman. One out, runner on third. Wiesman's first ball swinging to the third baseman. Long throw across the diamond. Got him, but the run comes in again. So two productive ground outs. First and second outs of the inning. And the Evergreens get runs in on both of them. Two outs, three nothing now. And the bases are empty for Nick Cotter. You know, we were joking about Nick yesterday, and we shouldn't because there's something serious about this. Nick Cotter started yesterday's game. He had only two hits all season. Hits three and four both came in yesterday's game. First ball swinging to the shortstop. Throws across the diamond, got him. You know, Nick Cotter is not going to be stuck on three or four hits for the entire season, so you've got to keep him in. He's going to get hits five, six, and seven. Maybe they'll come quickly. That ground out brings the inning to an end. The Evergreens get one hit. They benefit from a walk and an error, and the Evergreens have three in with one inning complete. 3-0 Everest will go to the top of the second when we come right back on 93-9, the game.
Top of the second we go, and Josh Hopkins, the Evergreen starter, is staked to a 3-0 lead. Carter Quaddy, Jack Wagendorf, and Max Nowak will bat here for Lakeland. You know, you look at Lakeland's roster, they have only three seniors. So Lakeland, again, they're a smaller school to begin with. So the Evergreens have a pretty good record against Lakeland through the years. But Lakeland may still be a year away from playing their best baseball as some of these juniors will be back as seniors next year. You know, it is so hot and humid, I, I kind of wish we were playing up at Lakeland. Lakeland's got their field just kind of carved out of the pine forest behind the school. So you've got pines in the outfield, and there are pine trees just behind home plate, too. When we go up to Lakeland to do a game, we bring our portable table and call the game right behind the backstop. Very pleasant up there. Carter Quaddy, first ball swinging, fouls that away, strike one. Yeah, I mean, it's what, it's an hour ride up there to Lakeland's campus, maybe a little bit more. Very pleasant trip. And just because their field is essentially cut out of the forest next to the school, it's more comfortable here. This ball is hit on the ground and goes into left field. There's a hit. Thought there was going to be a play on that ball on the left side of the Everest infield. No, sir. Carter Quaddy leads off with a single. Here's Josh Wegendorf. Again, Josh Hopkins has a 3-0 cushion. Takes something off that, drops in a strike on Wagendorf. With the loss last night, and again, that game with Wisconsin Rapids was dead even. It was a 2-2 ball game going into the eighth, and then the wheels fell off for the Evergreens in extra innings. Inside here, 1-1. One one. The Evergreens arrived today with a 7-6 record. 4-3 in Valley Conference play. Five conference games left in this baseball season. 1-1, one, one, swing and a miss. Ball and two strikes. And the Evergreens really don't have a lot of games left. Got a makeup game against Spash. And the Evergreens next weekend. Boy, next weekend's going to be a busy one for your friendly announcer. We'll be here on Saturday for the Mark Simon Memorial. Big lead at first, swing and a miss. Strike three. Josh Wagendorf is the first out here in the second inning. Appleton North and Eau Claire Memorial will play in the Simon Memorial this year. So that's next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. And then I'm down to Milwaukee for my oldest daughter's college graduation. First pitch here to Max Nowak takes a strike. My daughter did a year of graduate school, so that's five years down at Marquette, and the time flew by. Why is she the best kid ever? Full academic scholarship. Didn't cost dad a thing. Either you've got to be a really good athlete, got to score a lot, got to hit a lot, got to whatever, or got to be the valedictorian. <laughs> and my daughter Danielle was. Thank you for giving me a chance to brag about my kids. Bounced off the plate to the pitcher. Hopkins has it over to first. Runner advances to second, but there is the second out. Well, I mean, someone for Everest graduation is going to have their kids be the valedictorian. I cannot tell you how proud you are when you get to see your kid get up in front of their classmates and all the parents and all the relatives and get to give the commencement speech. Boy, oh boy, I'll remember that forever. 
Leonard Chosa to bat with two outs. There is a man on second, so Lakeland's trying to get themselves a little bit closer here, trailing 3-0. First pitch is up high. I'm wondering what the price of gas will be when I drive down to Milwaukee for graduation a week from now. Ball is punched foul down the left field line. Ball and a strike. I mean, at 4.50 a gallon, I'm riding my bicycle. It's fine. I'll, I'll set out two days early. I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Two outs. Man on second. And here's the pitch just inside. That didn't miss by much. RBI spot for Leonard Chosa with two outs if he can keep the inning going. Everest up 3-0. 2-1 is way up high. Three balls and one strike. And again, you don't want Josh Hopkins to be too fancy here. Again, Hopkins in his last outing had the second and third pitches all working, so he's throwing a lot of stuff for strikes. Here at a 3-0 lead, I don't care if you're a little fastball dependent. 3-1, aim that one, and it's up high. There's a walk. Two outs and runners on first and second. Here's the number nine man in Lakeland's order. This is Merrick Trotter. And again, you want your picture to be aware of where you are in the batting order. This is the out you want to get to bring the inning to a close. It's the number nine batter on a losing team. You don't want to get back up to the top of the batting order and still be stuck in this inning with men on base. First pitch, Trotter swings and fouls it back. Strike one. Yeah, Hopkins had the right approach there. Threw the fastball, kept it in on the hands. Tough pitch for a right-handed batter to do anything with. Trotter was looking around like he wasn't sure if Hopkins, the pitcher, had to do baseball or not. He does. And here's the 0-1 pitch. Took something off. Snap throw down to second. Runner safe. That was called a strike back at home plate. No balls and two strikes. Chance for Hopkins to end the inning right here. First and second. Two outs. Coming home at no balls and two strikes. Off the plate. Nick Cotter. Pounces on that. Runners do not advance. I know, I mean, the typical pitching convention, you're up 0-2. Try and get the batter to swing at something bad. But with a 3-0 lead, again, I, I think I want a challenge here. 1-2. That's up high. Two balls and two strikes. Looked to me like Josh Hopkins reached back looking for a little extra. Josh Hopkins has to spot his pitches. That's not a blazing fastball. That's just an average fastball. But if you can put it where you want it to be, I mean, that's part of the art of pitching. Took something off here that's bounced up the third base side and foul. Yeah, I think when the Evergreens, I mean, Hopkins is like the number four or the number five guy on this pitching staff. Nate Langman, Brock, Brock Babish, Wyatt Miles, Kyler Soppy. And after that, Josh Hopkins, probably the best of the rest. Inside, three balls and two strikes. So when Hopkins gets a start, it's probably going to be a non-conference game like this. Probably going against another non-best pitcher. 3-2, runners go, swing and a miss. And Merrick Trotter has struck out. And Josh Hopkins is out of trouble without giving up a run. Lakeland does not score in their half of the second. To the bottom of the second we go. D.C. Everest 3, Lakeland nothing on 93-9 the game.
place in this game from the third end in the fourth. Oh, Here we go fifth. Not very good. Shut his first. <laughs> Bottom of the third is on. The Evergreens sent six men to the plate in the first inning and managed three runs. Nate Langman, Wyatt Miles, and Elijah Schmidt ready to bat here. Nate and Wyatt are both due to get their bats going again. Got a couple of errors batters that were looking to just get started again in the later parts of the season. Nate Langman was hitting better early on than he has in the middle part of the season. Again, Nate Langman's been DH'd for in many of the games where he started. So Nate Langman's at-bats a little bit lower than everyone else. He'll start us off here in the bottom of the second. Nate for the season, 7 of 31. That's 2-26. Ball one to start off Nate Langman. Max Nowak, I think he was in the 30s for pitches thrown in that first inning. Up the side to third, right at the third baseman, who is guarding the line, and it's a good throw. Will Fortier has retired Nate Langman. One out. Here's Wyatt Miles. 15. Wyatt, just like Nate, the hits came free and easy earlier in the season for Wyatt Miles, and not nearly as much in the middle parts of the year. Wyatt's a left-handed batter playing third base today. Wyatt for the season is 7 of 33. Outside, ball one. Home plate umpire went to adjust his face mask. I thought for a moment that couldn't possibly be called a strike. It was not. That is on the outside corner and is indeed strike one. One ball and one strike. You know, on these hot, humid days, if I was umpiring, I'd want nothing to do with calling balls and strikes. Infield is the better job today for sure, just like it was yesterday. And this ball is hit to right field. Wyatt Miles has himself a base hit. Boy, that's the best contact that Wyatt's made in a while. Nice line drive off his bat, and there's the Evergreen second hit of the afternoon. Here's Elijah Schmidt. Schmidt had a diving catch in center field to get us going in the first inning. Elijah is 4 of 13 this season. Elijah's a senior, so you don't get a lot of plate appearances when you're not a starter. These at-bats are precious. How many more are you going to get? Elijah swings and misses, strike one. Yeah, home plate umpire. Boy, hot, sticky day to be calling balls and strikes. Must push fluids. It was hot and uncomfortable up here in the press box yesterday. Throw over to first. Wyatt Miles is back safely. Yeah, I'm thinking I realized I would have to push fluids yesterday, so I had the big blue cup from Quick Trip of iced tea. Then during the game, they brought up a water to me and two Gatorades, a red and an ice blue. No balls and one strike. This is hit on the ground to short. Could be a double play ball. Nope, got to throw across the diamond and got him. Danny Geller gets the out at first base. Wyatt Miles advances safely on the ground out. So after drinking all that during the ball game, during the pitching change, I'd like to apologize to the eight other people who are waiting to use the men's room downstairs. I'm, I'm on the air. Had, had to. 
Normally, we don't take breaks during pitching changes. We did last night. Two outs. Wyatt Miles is at second, and here's Kyler Soppy. Walked his first time up. Chance for our leadoff batter to get himself an RBI here. Strike at the knees. Yeah, hit to the outfield. We'll see Wyatt Miles. See if he can get into second or third gear. Wyatt Miles runs like a gazelle. Oh, one pitch. Swung at a pitch that was down low and fouled it off. Like Kyler was playing out of the sand trap on the 15th hole. Oh, two. Kyler walked his first time up. Comes into the ball game hitting exactly 400. So to keep that batting average north of the 400 Mason-Dixon line, he's going to need two hits in today's game. That's popped up. It's over the Lakeland dugout on the first base side and out of play. The Lakeland fan, I think that's probably a mom or maybe a grandma and her kid, have the cutest chocolate lab puppy that's parked right underneath their lawn chair there. I came over and said hello. No balls and two strikes. My Argos, the Great Dane, was that size a year ago. This ball is hit down the left field side, and there's a hit down the left field line. Wyatt Miles going to come all the way around. He's going to score. The throw is over the catcher's head. It's a double for Soppy, and he's going to take third base on the throwing error. Kyler Soppy keeps himself above 400, and the Evergreens have a 4-0 lead. That's the outfielder. The left fielder, Merrick Trottier, who airmailed the throw. Soppy will indeed get an RBI. Wyatt Miles was going to score anyway. Soppy moves up to third base on the bad throw. Two outs. Runner at third, and Noah Jimaluski is trying to pick him up. Yeah, my great Dane was tiny. was only 25 pounds when we brought Argos home. Argos is now weighing in at 130 pounds, and he will be one year old next week. Pitches down low. Runner's going to try and steal. Hold up, play. He's safe. He's safe. The catcher just lollipop that ball back to the pitcher, and, and the runner came in from third and scored. Kyler Soppy has stolen home, and it's 5 nothing Everest. Catcher Josh Wegendorf just kind of lofted that ball back to his pitcher, and Soppy saw it and took off down the line and scores. 5 nothing stealing home. Pitch was a ball. 1-0 here to Shimaluski, who bats with no one on base now. Strike at the knees. One ball and one strike. Yeah, I mean, Soppy took two bases when the pitcher didn't check the runner back in the first inning. And there's the catcher just being kind of lackadaisical. And Soppy, good ball player. Good ball players pick up on that stuff. Fouled off. One ball, two strikes. I mean, it takes a student of the game to be aware of those little things that the other team is not doing right and take advantage of them. Uh, Kyler's done that each time he's been on base. One-two pitch. Hit up the first base side. Fair ball. Fielded by Zach Peterson. He'll take it to the bag himself. The Evergreens get two hits and get two more runs. We're going to the top of the third, and our new score is D.C. Everest 5, Lakeland nothing on 93-9, the game.
Josh Hopkins now has a comfortable 5-0 cushion as he takes his warm-up tosses for the top of the third. He'll be back at the top of the Lakeland batting order, first, second, and third to hit. Yeah, I took Argos the Great Dane over to the baseball game during the Triangular two weekends ago. There's enough time when we're playing three games. When the Evergreens aren't active in game two, I can drive home and bring the dog over. And it was the first time that Argos was around this big of a crowd with this much going on, and he did great. So I think during the triangular next Saturday, we'll bring him over again. My goal is we're... I think we're going to teach over time Argos how to teach him how to fetch foul balls and growl or bark at bad calls. That would be a good dog. Yeah, the cool thing about having a Great Dane is they grow so darn fast. My goodness. All right, here we go, top of the third inning. No one ever gives me that good of a hello when I'm doing the baseball games, I'll tell you. Danny Geller flied out to center field, a diving catch by Elijah Schmidt to open up the ball game. He takes inside, ball one. Yeah, Geller should have been on first base. Really, really good play in the outfield by Elijah Schmidt, who's starting for Preston Miller. One ball and no strikes. That's down low, 2-0. Oh. Yeah, you'd like Hopkins to work ahead of everybody. Throw strikes. Evergreen's five runs on three hits. Stole home in that second inning. This is fouled back, two and one. Got the air conditioning on in the press box here and the fan too. That's made it comfortable. Much more humid. You feel it as soon as you go outside. That hit him. Coming inside, Danny Geller will walk down to first base. Lakeland, for the second inning in a row, has the leadoff man aboard. Will Bronowski will hit. Bronowski grounded out to the shortstop his first time up. Softly hit ball. Chris Wiesman came in on it and made the play. 5-0 Everest. We're in the top of the third against the Lakeland Thunderbirds. First ball hitting Wiesman to short. Over to second, Soppy one. Back to first, not in time. Ball bounces off Noah Shimalewski's glove, not far enough for the runner to advance. Wiesman had to move a little bit deeper in the hole, had to move to his right to make that play, so there wasn't a lot of time to make the turn at second base. The Evergreens get an out and erase the lead runner. Bronowski reaches on a fielder's choice for left-handed batting, Zach Peterson. Peterson walked on four pitches his last time up. Coming home here, just missed the outside corner, ball one. Lakeland has put runners on in all three innings, but Josh Hopkins still has his shutout intact. 1-0 pitch. Down low, 2 and 0. Oh. 
the wind has picked up noticeably, and it's blowing to right field. Someone could get a hold of one, put one out and over the wall, and maybe off the scoreboard in this spot. Yeah, I mean, it's a gust, at least 20 miles per hour now. That's outside, three balls and no strikes. You know what, Josh Hopkins is having trouble throwing strikes to the left-handed batter here. Couldn't throw a strike to Peterson first time up. Hasn't thrown a strike here. That's seven out of the strike zone to Peterson. Makes the adjustment. No, that's down low, ball four. Peterson has walked, and there are runners at first and second with one out. Will Fortier will bat. Evergreens have a force at any base with one down. Hopkins comes set now. He's throwing to a right-handed batter. See if that kind of changes the equation. Big lead at second base. First ball swinging, bounce to third. Wyatt Miles will step on the bag and decides not to throw anywhere else. That's the right decision. Wyatt Miles handled it on a couple of hops, went over to third base and got the force there. So there's the second out. And Will Fortier has reached on a fielder's choice. Two outs now. First and second. Carter Quaid to bat now. Hit to the outfield, could still bring in a run. He's first ball swinging and pops it up foul. No balls and a strike. Carter has the only Lakeland hit first time through the batting order. And this is a late swing, shallow right field, and it's going to drop. And Lakeland's going to try and score the run. There'll be a play at the plate. The throw is up the line. The shutout has come to an end. Carter Quaid is two for two. Long run in for Brock Babish, and the throw was up the line. A good throw would have made that a play at the plate. Five to one. Wow, that runner at second's got to move up to third on that throw, and he did not. Little things. Josh Wegendorf will hit now with runners at first and second. Yeah, I mean, that throw came through, so that runner at, at second base, when he sees that the throw's coming home, got to take an extra base there. Five to one now, and the first pitch to Wegendorf struck out his first time, is up high, ball one. Yeah, I mean, if you have first and third, which Lakeland should have here, then you have double steal possibilities, hit and run. Off-speed pitch here, bounced, foul, one and one. Josh Hopkins has given up a walk, hit a batter, and is allowed a hit. And Lakeland's tagged him for a run here. Just off the inside corner, two balls and one strike. That was close. Okay, you don't feel like the Evergreens are in any danger here. Lakeland's got to put together a couple of more hits. It is a 5-1 to one game. Two balls and a strike. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Let's see if Hopkins can put this uprising to an end. Come set. Ready to come home. And that is just... Boy, that's a tough pitch to take. Just off the inside corner. Count goes full. With two outs, the runners at first and second will get a head start here. They'll be off with the pitch. There they go. Coming home, that hit him, and the bases are loaded with Thunderbirds. 
spot here for the pitcher, Max Nowak. No visit to the mound here. Let Josh Hopkins work his way out of this. Five to one game, although boy, things get a little interesting if Max Nowak can deliver something here. And of course, a lot of baseball to be played. The run seemed to be coming free and easy. Courtesy runner here and the first pitch to Nowak is ball one. And now, pitching coach Josh Nielsen asks for time and will pay a visit to Josh Hopkins. Five to one game, but with two outs, Lakeland has loaded up the bases. You know, the Evergreens pitchers have a good body of work of getting out of situations like this. It's just the next song on Coach Langbin's playlist, and up came Margaritaville. <laughs> and I believe both of our Langbin coaches would like the Margarita Blender to be going should there be a hit in this spot. Yeah, you know what? That, that would be just about right for a day like this. I mean, it's hot and humid, and it feels like summer. Some drink with a little plastic umbrella in it would be just fine, right? One ball and no strikes as the conference at the mound comes to an end. Max Nowak looking for a hit against Josh Hopkins. There's a strike, one and one. You know, pitching coaches love that. After a visit to the mound, the next pitch should be a strike. Pitching coach feels like he wills it into existence. One, one pitch. Well, that one's aimed. Gets away from the catcher. A wild pitch will bring in a second run. Now it's five to two. Pitching coach did not will that into existence. Everyone moves up for Lakeland on the wild pitch home. So now Carter Quaddy is at third base and Josh Wegendorf is at second. And it's two balls and one strike. A two-out hit from Max Nowak puts Lakeland right back in this ballgame. Five to two, but a hit could bring in two runs. Hopkins comes set. Two balls, one strike. Popped up, foul ground. Is there going to be a play here? Catcher Nick Cotter. Nope, it's on the dugout roof. Two and two. Cotter came over and took a look. Looking for one more strike here from Josh Hopkins. Bring this third inning to a close. The Evergreens still comfortably in front. Here it is. That's up high. That almost hit him. Batter bails out, and the count goes full three and two. So again, the runners will get a head start with two outs and the count full. Let's see if Josh can work out of this here. Coming home, and that is, wow, that was ball four, and he swung and fouled it back. The batter just helped the pitcher there bigly. 3-2 mm. again. That pitch was up around the shoulders. Another chance for Josh. 
coming home at three and two. That's inside. Goes to the backstop. It's a walk, and the runner is going to score from third base on another wild pitch. Max Nowak reached on ball four. Carter Quaddy comes in on a second wild pitch in the inning. It's five to three. Runner moves up also from second to third base on the wild pitch. So the inning is still not over. Got to be a courtesy runner at first base, Owen Dahl. Here's the right fielder, Leonard Chosa, who will bat. 5-3. And now, Coach Dave Langbin makes the slow walk to the pitcher's mound. Yeah, Josh Hopkins hasn't helped himself with the two wild pitches. We've gotten to two outs. Josh Hopkins is going to leave the ball game. So this start, I mean, he's kind of regressed a little bit from the start we had before. With two outs, the Evergreens are bringing in a new pitcher. This is Hayden Davidowski. Two and two-thirds innings for Josh Hopkins. Gave up only two hits. Two wild pitches, three walks, four walks. Beg your pardon, four walks against one strikeout. And Josh Hopkins is responsible for the runners on base in this spot. First and third in a 5-3 to three game. Lakeland's got three in here in the third inning. And you know what? The Evergreens, I mean, here's going to be what this game's going to be about for the innings that remain. The Evergreens have not hit much this season. And the Evergreens, I don't think, are going to be able to take their foot off the gas. Evergreens are going to have to keep being productive at the plate through the middle and perhaps even into the late innings. Everest was up 5 nothing. We've seen a lot of games where the Evergreens have gotten a run in the first or the second and just haven't done much in the middle innings. I don't think they're going to have that luxury today. Everest is going to have to have productive at-bats. Because, again, the Evergreens are not using their best pitchers in this non-conference game. So, I mean, you may have some walks, and you may give up some runs. Josh Hopkins is out. And Hayden Davidowski is on. Another right-hander. Right fielder. Leonard Chosen. Davidowski is a senior. And here's Leonard Chosa, who walked his first time up. First and third. Runners are not going. He's swinging. Grounded to third base and caught. Caught right off his shoelaces by Wyatt Miles. One pitch. And the inning comes to an end. The Evergreens are out of trouble. Going to go to the bottom of the third inning. Lakeland has edged a little closer. Our new score is D.C. Everest 5, Lakeland 3 on 93-9 the game.
So now in this 5-3 to three game, the Evergreens will send 3-4-5 and five in their batting order up. That's Brock Babish, Mitch Danielski, and Chris Wiesman to face Max Nowak, who's out for another inning of work. Here is Josh Hopkins' line, and again, he got run support. Josh Hopkins could actually be the winning pitcher. Works two and a third, three runs all earned. He allowed just two hits. Hopkins did allow four walks, two wild pitches, struck out only one. Here's Brock Babish. You know, the best thing from yesterday's ball game, Brock Babish got to pitch, and it looked like his velocity was all right. Came in where the Evergreens had already lost the tie game in the top of the eighth inning. Babish faced only five or six batters. That hit Brock Babish, leadoff man aboard for the Evergreens. Pitch came inside. Babish didn't really bail out there, and he'll get to walk down to first base. Here's Mitch Danielski, grounded out his first time. I had speculated in last night's game. Again, uh, Noah Shimaluski came on in relief and took the loss in extra innings. Just started hitting against Noah in the eighth. I wondered if Brock Babish had talked himself into the game. Runners going here, pitches a strike, throw down to second, easy steal. Brock Babish goes in, and the Evergreens look to reestablish with a man in scoring position. Coach Langman said no, no. He said we decided to, uh, to give him some work. And I would hope then that Brock Babish could get his next start next week. Back in conference against Merrill. Oh, one pitch swing right over the top for strike two. Mitch Danielski's in the hole now. Yeah, I thought that Brock Babish's velocity looked pretty good. I mean, Brock doesn't have a lot of experience in his high school career coming in in relief. Gave up a couple of runs, charged for two of them in a game that turned out to be a lost cause. That pitch was going to be high instead it's fouled back by Mitch Danielski. Babish for the season pitching, two wins and one loss. Again, you need deep pitching to go deep in the playoffs. The Evergreens have that. The question is, can they score enough runs against other teams' good pitchers? Pitches down low. It's a wild pitch that goes back to the screen, and the runner moves up from second to third. This has got to be a little bit frustrating for Lakeland. They score three runs in the top half of the inning, kind of work their way back in. And here, without the benefit of a hit, the Evergreens have a man on third with nobody out. Babish was hit by a pitch, stole second, and now moves to third on a wild pitch. Lakeland plays the infield in. Danielski playing for contact. One, two pitch. That's hit down the left field line. It is foul. A ball and two strikes still. Danielski's got to love this. I mean, here's a big kid at the plate. Tall, broad-shouldered right-hander. He should be able to muscle this ball past the drawn-in infield. One-two pitch coming home. And Danielski bounces it off the plate. It's the third baseman, and you know what? The runner at third is caught in a pickle. Now, Danielski's got to get himself down to second base here. Babbage still in a rundown. He is tagged out. And Danielski did what he was supposed to do, got himself back down to second base. Ball was hit to the third baseman, Fortier, and Babbage had strayed a little bit too far from the plate. 5-2-5-2. Two, five, two. 
and Babish is out. And on the fielder's choice, Danielski took the extra base and got himself down to second. So that's one out made on the bases. That's not very good. But the Evergreens still keep a man in scoring position. So possibilities to build this lead back up are still here. Here's Chris Wiesman, 0 for 1. Ground out his first time up. Outside, ball one. Boy, I'd love to see Wiesman's bat get him into a groove at the plate. Had two hits against Wisconsin Rapids. The game-winning hit on Tuesday and hit safely Thursday, too. A ball and no strikes. Down low. Good stop by the catcher, Josh Wagendorf. Runner at second does not advance. One out. Runner in scoring position in this 5-3 ball game. Bottom of the second. Uh, bottom of the third. Runs have come free and easy here. Between the Evergreens and Lakeland Thunderbirds. Two balls and no strikes. Coming home. Hit off the plate. Slow roller to third. Bobbled by the third baseman. The runner does not advance, but Chris Wiesman's going to be safe on an error. Third baseman, Will Fortier, took his eye off that ball because he was wondering if the runner from second was going to be coming to third base. The runner was not coming. And then as he didn't handle the ball, it's an error, and Chris Wiesman is safe. So now runners at first and second for Nick Cotter. Evergreens are threatening, but have not pushed a run across here in this third inning. Cotter, way up high, ball one. I've told this story before, but years ago, we played a game up in Lakeland on the Friday before the Memorial Day weekend. I think it was scheduled that way, too. So many of our Everest families, they have friends or family members or themselves, bounced off the plate here to the shortstop. Throw to second, they get the force. There's the second out. There'll be runners on the corners, though, as Nick Cotter has bounced out. It is Chris Wiesman who's retired at second base. Mitch Danielski advances over to third. First and third with two outs for Nate Langbin. Now there'll be a quick conference on the mound to discuss how they want to handle the double steal. Evergreens will use Preston Miller as a courtesy runner at first base, so they opt for a little more speed here. Yeah, when we played the Friday before Memorial Day, I think the team bus was almost empty coming back home. There were only like three or four kids on the bus. Everybody else just stayed with their families and started the Memorial Day weekend early. Like I said, I, I like the trip up to Lakeland when we're playing baseball. When we're playing basketball or hockey, I mean, Lakeland is on the basketball and hockey schedules. Well, those are cold winter nights going up there. Mm. Two outs now. Let's see if Nate Langbin can bring in one of these runs. Yeah, this visit to the mound may have been to remind pitcher Max Nowak that he's got to check the runners in this spot. Langbin ready to hit, 0 for 1 today. Nowak, set, throw over to first, runners back. And Preston Smith, courtesy runner. Good speed, so all kinds of possibilities here. 
Evergreens love the double steal with men at first and third. So let's see what happens. Coming home here, runner is going, pitches down low, and throw one over to third base. So they're not contesting the steal. The Evergreens now have two in scoring position. Preston Miller advances. So that's Danielski at third, Miller at second, and one ball and no strikes to Nate Langbin. Coming home to Nate, that's down low. Two balls and no strikes. Wyatt Miles awaits on deck. See if Wyatt gets a chance to hit. He singled his first time up. Langbin looking to get his bat going. 2-0 pitch with two in scoring position. Left that way up high. Three balls and no strikes. A walk loads him up. Evergreens have been threatening this entire inning, but have not broken through here in the bottom of the third. 3-0 pitch. He's taking, and it's outside. A four-pitch walk to Nate Langbin to load the bases. Second walk that Max Nowak has allowed. Wyatt Miles had a line drive come off his bat to right field the last time. Wyatt also came around to score on Kyler Sapi's double. Base is full of Evergreens taking. It's down low. It's a wild pitch. Run will come in from third. Wild pitch. Mitch Danielski scores. 6-3 to three Everest. Other runners also move up just like they should. So now there are runners at second and third. Two big RBIs, possibilities here for Wyatt Miles, waiting on a 1-0 pitch. Two outs so the infield can stay back. That's down low. 6-3 to three now. The Evergreens have scored in all three of their frames. Two balls, no strikes to Wyatt. And that ball is hit to right field. Right fielder is coming over. He's got a play on it. Leonard Chosa has just retired Wyatt Miles. The Evergreens get one run in but leave two in scoring position. Three innings complete. D.C. Everest six, Lakeland three on 93-9 the game. 